Welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris from PleasureMechanics.com, and on this podcast, we offer you the erotic knowledge and know-how so you can experience more pleasure, love, joy, and connection. Come on over to PleasureMechanics.com to find all of our resources, including the entire archive of this podcast. We are quickly coming up on 400 episodes. And in celebration of that, we've been digging through our archive and finding the best of to bring you encore episodes, because as you know, most podcast feeds cut you off after 100 or 200 episodes. So we want to make sure to recover the gems from deep in our archive for all of our new listeners and for all of you who have been with us since the beginning. Thank you for being with us over these years and welcome to all of our new listeners. We have so much for you over at PleasureMechanics.com. Podcast episodes, free worksheets, resources, and our online courses for when you are ready to dive deep with us. You'll find it all at PleasureMechanics.com, and you can get started for free with our free online course, The Erotic Essentials, at PleasureMechanics.com slash free. So this encore episode is timed perfectly for this upcoming holiday. Here in the United States, we are about to celebrate Thanksgiving. And so this episode we recorded originally six years ago, and it is all about erotic gratitude. We've been talking a lot more recently about pleasure practices. How do we build our capacity for pleasure, for joy, for love, for orgasm, for expanding into what we know is possible. It turns out gratitude, giving thanks, is a foundational pleasure practice. It really sets the stage for receiving more pleasure and joy because it brings your attention to that which you are grateful for. And it also, as we say, it creates a culture in your relationship that goes so far. This small act of giving thanks, being grateful for the love between you, being grateful for your partner and all they bring to your life goes such a long way. So we wanted to remind us all of this simple, accessible, free easily repeated pleasure practice that is available to us all year round that we can extend out beyond our romantic relationships and into our friendships and our work relationships. Imagine a world where we all were way more grateful for what we receive in our day-to-day life. It would be such a beautiful world if we could all be way more attentive to all that we already have and give gratitudes for the experiences, the people in our life, the sensations we feel, our bodies. All right. Well, we say it all in this upcoming episode. You will notice the sound quality has changed over the years. We have upgraded our mics more than once since this episode was recorded. But the core of this episode is so evergreen and eternally true. We wanted to bring it to you. All right. We will be back with you soon with new episodes of Speaking of Sex. 
Thank you for sticking with us through this little sabbatical as we attended to Charlotte's health needs. We finally got some really great news about her uh, health concerns that have been sidelining us for the past few months. So Charlotte is well, I am well, our family is well, and we are moving into the end of this year and the coming new year with restored hope and optimism and a whole lot of gratitude for being alive for each other and most of all for you. Thank you for being with us on this journey over the years and we love you so much, so much. You will find everything we have to offer at pleasuremechanics.com. You can always be in touch with us there. We love hearing from you and we wish you and your kin a beautiful holiday season in this tumultuous year. Let us all be grateful for the very breath that we breathe day in and day out and the miracle of being alive together on this beautiful planet. All right, here is our Encore episode, originally aired in 2014 as episode 66. It is back for you now. It is our offering to you an invitation into the practice of erotic gratitude. We love you. We will be back with you soon with new episodes of Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. Enjoy this episode. Cheers. Hi, and welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics, and in this podcast, we offer expert advice and practical strategies so you can experience more sexual pleasure. We use explicit language, and nothing is taboo. You can submit a question to be answered on future episodes by heading over to pleasuremechanics.com and hitting the Ask Us Anything button. While you're there, please check out our complete suite of online courses designed to help you become a better lover and have the amazing sex life you deserve. As a listener of Speaking of Sex, use the code SPEAKINGOFSEX for 20% off any of our online offerings. In this episode, we're going to be talking about one of the most essential practices for a happy relationship. And this is a special Thanksgiving episode of Speaking of Sex here in the United States. Uh, We just celebrated Thanksgiving, but this practice is essential all year round, and that is gratitude. I think the practice or the skill of erotic gratitude is one that is rarely spoken about, but is absolutely essential to have a happy and fulfilling, sexy, satisfying relationship. And why is that? I think it's something, you know, we're taught as kids, say please and thank you. (laughs) And we do out in the world, the waiter brings our check and we say thank you kind of flippantly. But what is the deeper meaning of the practice of gratitude? Genuine gratitude only really happens when we're fully paying attention to one another and we are noticing when somebody is making an effort for us and we are thanking them for making an effort, for being of service to us, for doing something that's meaningful or helpful to us. So I think that's one kind of gratitude for service, for being loved, for being cared for. And then I think there's this other category of gratitude for what we have in our life, for our circumstance. And, you know, I think it's important to remember if you're listening to this podcast, you are amongst the most privileged humans to have ever lived on this earth to have the luxury and leisure time 
to enrich your life. As a species, we're just getting beyond survival into this other category of thriving and creative living. And that's something to be thankful for in and of itself. And then within a relationship, just having someone in your life is something to be grateful for, right? I guess Charlotte's looking at me with some question in her eyes. <laughs> What's going on there? I'm concerned about people then thinking that it's better to have a relationship than none at all, which isn't necessarily true. Right. It is sometimes better to be on your own and to be grateful for solitude and... Okay, so let's clarify that. Someone who loves you and you love and who is kind to you and you have a good relationship with is something to be grateful for. It's true, and I do think that beginning to practice gratitude actively in your relationship can take a relationship that is sort of mediocre to one that is really much better and feels more emotionally fulfilling because we all just really want to be seen and noticed and appreciated. But before we get into this idea of gratitude within a relationship, what about gratitude just for having a body and being able to experience pleasure and gratitude for yourself. Like, what is this internal category of gratitude? Well, I love it. We've been learning a lot about babies and babies developing because we have a three-month-old at the time of recording. And before they learn to smile at another person, they smile internally when they feel content. So their first experience of joy is just because it feels good to be a baby. (laughs) It feels good to be feeling something. And I sort of love that because it reminds us as adults that we could practice the same thing of enjoying being in our own body, just feeling contentment at our own experience of being alive in the world. And we can always continue to enrich that by being grateful for all of our senses, for all of the erotic gifts that the world gives us, frankly. And I love Dr. Andrew Weil says, if you can get up in the morning and walk around, then there's much more healthy in your body than broken or diseased. And I think that's also important to remember that being healthy, whether or not you're walking around, you can also be healthy if you're not walking. Don't want to exclude anyone there. But just being alive and having a functioning body is something to be grateful for. It's also possible to deepen in your experience of erotic gratitude solo. There are all these moments where there are sensual pleasures throughout the day that we can choose to really soak in and enjoy. If we are one of the people that are able to take warm showers in our life, we are some of the luckiest people in the history of the world. And to take that in emotionally and really experience gratitude for that gift and then layer on top of that experiencing the sensual pleasure of water falling over our body is a moment that happens with some regularity in life that we can really take on fully trying to appreciate it in all of its facets and when we take moments in our everyday life to appreciate these sorts of sensory experiences we train ourselves to be able to get so much more pleasure out of a simple moment and this can be translated into our erotic life into our bedroom and we can begin to savor our sex life so much more fully because we've been practicing these skills of paying full attention in the rest of our life so feel free to as you go through your days to notice sensory moments and sensual moments and try and soak in as much pleasure as possible 
through the avenue of gratitude by appreciating the moment as fully as you can and bringing gratitude and erotic gratitude is a practice that we can never tire of and we can only deepen in. So in all of these areas of life, your relationship to yourself and your body, your relationship to your family and community, and what we're going to focus on, your relationship with your lover and sexuality, gratitude is about expressing appreciation and acknowledgement of the good things in life rather than focusing on the problems or your pain points. And what's so interesting is that within relationships, usually in the beginning of a relationship, you do focus on the good things. You're getting to know someone, you're finding what you have in common, you're finding the other person sexy, it's exciting to be getting to be intimate with someone. And as relationships go on, we tend to focus more on the hardships and on the struggles and on stress. And this is why gratitude is so important as a practice in long-term relationships. Practicing gratitude is going to bring you back into the zone of pleasure and into acknowledging what is working and it becomes a positive feedback loop that makes more of those things come into your relationship and strengthens your relationship over time. Does that make sense? Absolutely. One of the most common things we hear from couples is that they are taking one another for granted. This is such a common experience and the antidote is really appreciating one another and gratitude is the way that we can do that. It's the way that we thank one another, that we acknowledge when they have done something that's really good or good for our family or looking for opportunities to catch them doing something right. (laughs) Catch them. Gotcha. But you know what I mean? I feel like we are so used to complaining about our partners and bitching about them and feeling frustrated. And the way to turn that around and keep this positive feedback loop going that you were talking about is to thank them and to acknowledge what they do well and what you appreciate. And this can be in the realm of relationship and then it can also be in the realm of the erotic relationship. Right. I think it's all too easy to complain to one another. Honey, you left the toilet seat up again. Why are you ever going to fold that laundry? You know, when's the last time you made dinner? We kind of start nagging at one another. And if you can use that energy instead to acknowledge what they are doing well and reinforcing those behaviors, you'll get more of that in the future. And that's gratitude for actions that your partner is taking that maybe makes your life easier. Thank you for picking up the dry cleaning. I didn't have time to do it yesterday. But then there's thanking them also for just qualities of who they are and acknowledging their being. So something like, thank you for being so patient with my mother during their visit. I really appreciated how calm you were. I know she's annoying or whatever it is. Or thank you so much for the way you treat our children. I really love how you get down on the floor and play with them. And so this is not thanking them for something specific they did. It's thanking them for who they are. And there's something really magical about this because such a primary part of a love relationship is being seen and loved and appreciated for who you are. And when we can do this for one another, it really strengthens the relationship and reminds both of you why you're in a relationship in the first place. 
So by naming these qualities out loud, you not only make your lover feel good about who they are, you remind yourself why you love them. And this actively reinforces those qualities so you have the relationship you got into in the beginning for the long haul, right? You can remind one another that you're generous and patient and kind and funny by expressing gratitude. Because of course we always make mistakes, but highlighting and drawing attention to all the good qualities that we each have just helps create a culture of pleasure in your relationship, which is something that we talk a lot about at various different podcasts. We're fascinated by this question about how do you create a specific kind of culture in your relationship and infusing your relationship with gratitude and appreciation creates a really delicious quality between the two of you. And here's another ninja trick for gratitude. (laughs) Instead of nagging one another express your complaints as future appreciation. So instead of, God, you're always leaving your coffee cups around. Why can't you ever clean up after yourself? So instead you could say, I would really appreciate it if you brought your cups to the kitchen and put them in the dishwasher. It would just help me feel calmer around the house. Oh, that's such a different feeling. Right? For hearing that as a request and appreciation. (laughs) Another thing you can do is request appreciation and gratitude. This is something that people very rarely do because we are so used to feeling resentful. One thing Chris and I do is request appreciation from each other. So when one of us has done something that's a little bit challenging or not that fun in the house, like cleaning the toilet or organizing organizing the the pantry or the spice (laughs) rack, we say, can you please come and ooh and ah at my work? And then the other person comes and goes, oh my goodness, thank you so much. Thank you for doing this. I really appreciate that. And it's requesting, and we call it ooing and aahing. I don't know how it just kind of emerged that way. ah. (laughs) But it's really helpful when you've done something that is particularly challenging. Not challenging, but you know what I mean. Those mundane tasks. It's fun to be acknowledged, and it does make it feel better because you've sort of done it for both of you, and it feels good to have somebody say, you did a good job. Well, so much of this is making your internal dialogue external. So if Charlotte does a really beautiful job cleaning the bathroom, that's something I hate to do, so she tends to do it. I could walk into the clean bathroom and think, oh, this is so nice, and then go about my business. But if I take a moment to go in there with her and say, God, you got the toilet so spotless, (laughs) and everything looks so neat, and you organized the magazines, like, thank you so much... She gets that moment and we have a moment of pleasure and connection together rather than keeping those thoughts inside my head. And the same thing is true if you're complimenting your partner or expressing gratitude for a quality, you might gaze over at your lover and see them engaging with your kids and think, what a wonderful parent they are. I'm so lucky. But if you take a moment to say that out loud, You get to share that moment and your partner gets to hear it and feel good about themselves and about your relationship. 
And so often we don't take the time or effort to externalize these positive thoughts. And so this is one of the strategies I recommend in general is anytime you think something positive about your lover, say it out loud, write it in a note, text it to them, email it to them, make it external. Because if you make a practice of that and you're sharing positive thoughts every day, what a difference that makes in the long run. Absolutely. Absolutely. These moments add up and create such a different relationship over a lifetime. I mean, it's incomparable. And it's easy to do once you get into a practice. And this is the other piece. It's not something that you have or you don't have. It's something that you practice and you do more and more and you integrate into your life when you pay attention, like when you choose to. There's nothing that stops you from doing this except for forgetting. And so the more you remind yourself to just be grateful and say so, the more it happens. So it's really something that you have complete control over and can really make a difference in your relationship. And we love these things that we think of as sort of love habits that you can just integrate into your relationship. We see couples in crisis saying things like, do you even love me anymore? And the other person's like, well, I'm with you. Of course I love you. But that points to the problem of not making that love external. You can't assume that your partner knows that you love them. You have to make it a practice of saying it and showing it through your actions. And let's transition this to the bedroom because this is... Because so far we've been talking about how you live together, how you are in relationship to one another, why you're in love, but let's go to the bedroom and talk about sex. Erotic gratitude has to happen in and out of the bedroom. And sexual gratitude can either happen in the moment while you're making love, while you're touching one another, or afterwards in reflection. So in bed, it is a great practice to just thank your lover while they're doing whatever they're doing to please you. Afterwards, many days later, all of these moments, again, kind of as we talked about outside of the bedroom, all of these moments of thanking them for something that felt especially good to you encourages them at some level to keep doing that in the future. So you are creating and crafting the kind of sex life that you want by appreciating and acknowledging the things that feel particularly good to you and that you enjoy. Right. And this a little bit falls into constructive criticism, but imagine the difference between hearing as you're going down on your lover and giving them oral sex, oh, suck it a little bit harder versus thank you so much for what you're doing. It feels amazing. A little more pressure would feel even better, right? And it's that kindergarten rule of saying something positive first before you offer a critique. But as adults, we kind of forget this and people are very vulnerable when they're naked in bed together. And it can feel harsh to hear feedback. And this is why a lot of people don't speak up about what they need in bed because they're afraid of offending their lover or breaking the mood by saying what they want out loud. But when framed in terms of gratitude, it actually becomes really sexy. You know, thank you. I love what you're doing. Do it harder frames it as, ooh, she likes it, she's grateful, she wants more, I can do that, yay, right? It makes it so much easier to hear. And it's just really important to acknowledge that you're both taking time out of your lives, you both could be doing other things, but you've made time 
to have sex and be intimate and to pay appreciation for that moment means it's meaningful. It gives honor to the act of doing it, right? It says, this is important to me. I'm grateful for it. I want more. And that over time, again, means you'll have more frequent sex rather than just taking it for granted and treating it as something you're getting through to get on with the rest of your to-do list. It's an attitude of appreciation. Well, it's just that anytime somebody takes the time and makes the effort to create pleasure for you and your body. It's a huge thing. It is a a huge thing. And it's funny that we don't, that it's not assumed that we thank them in the way when someone, I want to say if someone brings you a casserole, but that's really an unsexy comparison. No, but but it's it's true. We're sooner thanking the waiter for dropping off the check than our lover for going down on us. Right. And it's like. It's weird. <laughs> it is it is a funny thing. So just yeah, infusing thanks when someone makes an effort to please and pleasure you is always going to be appreciated. And in terms of timing, it can happen in the moment to give feedback or just to say it feels great. There doesn't even have to be the add-on. It could just be like thank you, thank you, thank you, oh god, yes. Or it can happen after sex, slipping your lover a note, thank you for last night. I really needed that. Or thank you for this weekend. It felt really good to reconnect. It's been too long. Again, it's taking a moment to express your appreciation, externalize your internal dialogue of pleasure, and share that moment with your lover. And you can do this in a number of ways. Mostly we've been talking about verbal expressions of gratitude. And that's one of the easiest ways. We all love hearing thank you, or I really appreciated that right? Those are words that will always be powerful. They'll always be good to hear and you can use them liberally. I don't think anything bad could ever come of saying those things again and again. I mean, unless you're using them because you want some transaction. sarcastically. Thanks a lot. Right. But if you're genuinely and authentically (laughs) thanking someone, I don't think there's anything that could possibly, there could be no negative repercussions. But in addition to verbal expressions of thanks, there are other methods as well. I mentioned slipping notes, sending texts or emails, writing down your thanks. When's the last time you wrote your lover a letter or a long email? And you can use a special occasion as an excuse to do this, although you don't need an excuse. So for your lover's birthday or an anniversary or a holiday, take 10 minutes and sit down and write them a letter. And in that letter, use the expressions such as, I am grateful for your blank. I so appreciate that you blank. This year, I was very grateful when we blank. You can fill in the blanks in the way that makes it authentic and really personal to you, but it doesn't have to be complicated. You don't have to be a poet to write a love letter. You just have to be honest and open and share what you're feeling. And receiving a letter like this is, can be a life-changing experience, honestly, But at the most basic level, it's a deliberate act of appreciation and it will be felt by both parties. So the other option is taking action to say thank you. So cooking someone a meal, the traditional one is bringing someone flowers. Taking something off their to-do list, taking the kids out for a morning so your wife can have some private time. Anything you know that will give them pleasure can be an expression of appreciation. The caveat is you have to say, I cooked you your favorite meal because blank. 
because you were so great at the office party and really helped me network or because you shoveled the driveway and I know that was a lot of effort, here's a cup of hot cocoa, right? So you do something that will give your partner pleasure, express appreciation, and then that pleasure is anchored in your gratitude and it takes on this different meaning. You could just hand them a cup of hot cocoa or a cold beer and they would maybe be thankful for it. But if you say why you're doing that action, it creates a more meaningful experience. There's an interesting book called The Five Languages of Love. This author, Dr. Gary Chapman, has come up with these five different languages of love. Acts of service, receiving gifts, experiencing quality time together, receiving physical touch, and words of affirmation. And the language of love refers to the ways that we feel loved. So some people feel loved when they receive a meaningful gift. For other people, they would rather receive a love letter, the words of affirmation. Other people feel love when they're touched with affection. And it's important to get to know what your primary ways are and your partner's so you can do a better job loving them. Right. So it's about being more effective that your moments of appreciation are given in a way that your partner most appreciates. Right. And you could replace love with gratitude here, the languages of gratitude. These are different ways that we exchange care and kindness and attention for one another. And depending on your personality, some will be more meaningful to you than others. So this is just another tool to get to know yourself and your partner so you can have a happier relationship over time. Because it's frustrating when you went out and got your a gift that you thought was super meaningful and you presented it to your partner and they maybe appreciate it, but they don't feel its impact in the way you intended. Or likewise, if you do an act of service and it goes unnoticed. That can really be frustrating and create resentment when you get to know how your partner and yourself feel thanked, feel loved, feel paid attention to. You can do more of that. And it doesn't mean you ignore the others. But for example, neither Charlotte or I really appreciate gifts. That much. (laughs) Right? Like, get me a gift if you want. I send you my address. But it's not a primary way we express love. We'd much rather have experiences together. So we never buy each other birthday or Christmas gifts or anniversary gifts. We would always rather give one another a massage, go out for meals, go to venture in a new city. Like, we both like quality time and physical touch. And I'm happy to receive words of affirmation and acts of service, but gifts for some reason is, it's just the least interesting to me. Right. So knowing that with each other, it makes, it makes all of those birthdays, anniversaries more fun and more fulfilling. Yeah. We don't even have the conversation anymore of like, are we exchanging gifts this Christmas? It's not even yeah, we just a don't. question. <laughs> the question becomes, it's your birthday. Where do you want to go? What, How do you want to spend the day? What do you want to do? Right. Yeah. And then massage and sex is always thrown in. Of course. So this is a really interesting tool. All of these things we've talked about, about gratitude are really about externalizing your appreciation, expressing your affection and your love and your care for one another. So you create this positive feedback loop. Your partner does something you appreciate. 
You thank them out loud. They take notice. Oh, she really appreciated when I did that. I'll do it again. And you have over time a much happier, stronger relationship. It's a really simple formula, but it's amazing how often we forget to do it. And so our challenge to you with this episode and in the spirit of Thanksgiving or whenever you're listening to this episode is to challenge yourself today to express gratitude at least once for someone in your life. If you don't have a partner, it can be a friend, a family member, even yourself, and make this a practice and try to build on it. So do it once a day, then do it twice a day and challenge yourself how often you can express gratitude and find fun ways to do it. See what happens in your life. And feel free to email us and let us know. Go over to pleasuremechanics.com and hit the Ask Us Anything button. And likewise, if you have a story of a time that your lover expressed appreciation in a remarkable way, or it really changed your relationship, we'd love to hear it. And while you're at pleasuremechanics.com, please check out our complete suite of online courses. They are amazing multimedia online courses that you can access right away from the comfort of your own home. And we have designed them to help you become a better lover, have the amazing sex life you deserve, and have a happy relationship. Some of our courses are about more taboo and explicit subjects, and some are more wholesome. You can also join our newsletter at pleasuremechanics.com for a free weekly dispatch of sex advice, exclusive giveaways, and more. And you can always be in touch with us. We love to hear from you. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics. Wishing you a lifetime of pleasure.